8.32. So, as various countries continue to grapple with the outbreak that's claimed more than 2,600 lives, infected nearly 80,000 people worldwide, anxiety continues to mount over where we're heading. Yeah, where we're heading in terms of the outbreak, but also literally where we're heading in terms of travelling. We can now ask a health professional how travellers can stay healthy while on the move, as well as getting some useful information on reducing the risk of getting infected. Professor Philip Tierno from the Department of Pathology, NYU Langone Health University, joins us on the line. Thank you for taking the time. You're very welcome. There's been some conflicting advice on masks in recent weeks, and We've seen people in the Daegu area, for example, queuing up in their hundreds in these massive queues for masks. Uh, The advice has been wear them when you have respiratory symptoms more than just wear them for every possible outdoor activity. What would you say is necessary? Well, there are different kinds of masks. Uh, Most people are using surgical masks which do not offer protection. Instead of that, using an N95 mask, which contours the nose, and it has a tight fit around the oral cavity so that uh, you are protected uh, 95% uh, of the time. In other words, that's why it's called N95, whereas the surgical mask is kind of useless because the sides are open, The top and the bottom is open, and it does not contour a tight fit on your face. So if you're going to use a mask, an N95 would be uh, ideal. The other masks, the surgical masks, are useful only to um, prevent you from spreading uh, your nasal secretions, oral secretions, sneezes, etc. And they don't... uh, efficiently uh, even do that because the bore side, the whole size, the pore is uh, large, whereas the N95 can exclude 95% um, of the particles. The um, the other feature of these masks, which many of us in this country have been looking at quite extensively for years because of our air pollution issues, uh, and by the way, if anyone's curious, KF94 would be the local equivalent of N95. It, the, the question is, is this virus so small that it can just get through the mask anyway? Or, or I've seen some information online suggesting the virus is relatively big for a virus and would be blocked by this kind of mask. An N95 would, would, block, um, would block the virus, but not 100%. So keep that in mind. Uh, that's why other hygienic measures are also important. But then again, uh, you may not be exposed to a very large bioload unless you're out among groups of individuals who have the viral illness, who have the coronavirus. Right. I, I mean, that's another question because... Sometimes people can be exposed to other viruses and not get sick. It might be because of their natural immunity or it might be because they haven't been exposed to enough of that virus. Do we know anything about this COVID-19 outbreak in that respect? Could you be exposed to a tiny portion of of the virus responsible and, and get uh, sick? Uh, you You can, but it seems that many people recover fairly well 
and it seems that uh, individuals can carry the virus without getting any symptoms whatsoever. So immunity does play a role. Uh, the death uh, toll is about 2% for this COVAR-19, uh, as opposed to um, the SARS virus, which is about 10%, and the MERS virus, both of which are coronaviruses, is about 30% or 35%. So that uh, MERS seems to be the worst of the coronaviruses. We've had several outbreaks, uh, as you probably are aware, of coronaviruses in the past, um, the MERS and the SARS. So we learned a lot when those occurred, and we can apply what we learned to this COVAR-19. And in fact, this particular virus, COVAR-19, is actually very similar to the SARS virus, and they have just named it SARS-2. C-O-V-I-R, COVIR, SARS-2, as opposed to the original SARS, which is SARS-1. That's how close the affinity is Okay. SARS. Another bit of advice we keep getting is to wash our hands well with soap and water. And many of us, instead of doing that, will be squirting with uh, high alcohol content hand fluid what what's the uh, feeling on that from you the 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 virus will be killed with the um with the uh, alcohol 62 percent or higher uh a percent of alcohol ethanol in the um gel uh that would likely kill uh the virus pretty pretty well uh unfortunately the virus can live uh, in some cases up to nine days on environmental surfaces. So uh, we make ourselves sick uh, 80% of the times by uh, transferring infection uh, via contact, direct and indirect. Direct like coughing, talking, sneezing, kissing. That's a direct contact uh, as opposed to indirect where the virus um, where a person with the virus has touched an inanimate object like a doorknob, an elevator button, uh, a or telephone. A f- or a faucet in a and, sink. And, right, or exactly. And then you touch, the next person comes and touches that area, picking up the virus, then you touch your mouth, eyes, or nose, which are the conduits of entry into your body. What what would you say would be the best advice for us here in Korea? Uh, it's a big question to answer in a short period of time. But given the fact that most of the cases are located in one or more part of the country, but here in Seoul, for example, a, a city of millions, we have just 31 cases confirmed. Uh, should we be avoiding the outdoors? Is, yeah. Uh, no, the idea is to avoid any hotbeds epidemiologically that have been identified uh, don't go to public spaces where those hotbeds of the virus are. Don't go to uh, spaces like theaters, uh, movies, uh, uh, sporting events, etc. until the virus has peaked and passed. Usually uh, the coronavirus, it's also called the winter virus. It is a uh, common virus that we 
we are exposed to uh, ordinarily, not these varieties, but regular coronavirus just causes a common cold. Uh, And by April uh, or May, late April or up to May, it starts to peter out on its own, usually, unless there are some uh, extenuating circumstances like individuals not practicing good hygiene or cohorting with, with people who have the virus, and that can keep it going for a little longer. Right. Um, we got a message here, 0711. I wonder why the government doesn't ban mask exports. It's so hard to get them in Korea. I, I mean, I think the government has been heavily limiting mask exports, and I know of some people who try to send them to family members abroad and were unable to do so. But but it is true, Professor Tierno, that the last few days, even the places where I was easily able to find masks for the last few weeks, they've all been disappearing from the shelves. If people are not able to get hold of a mask, is it necessarily a big problem, especially, again, if you're in Seoul and you're in a city of millions and there have only been 31 confirmed cases? Your odds are pretty high still right. of avoiding it. Right. You're very similar to what's happening in New York City, and we do not recommend using masks nor other uh, other than aseptic technique and practice good hygiene, uh, that's what we recommend. Uh, we don't have many cases in the New York City area. Um, in fact, in the United States, the, the whole the whole country is very limited. So there's no panic. One should not uh, worry about uh, protecting yourself. But wherever the hotbed is, wherever there have been cases identified, steer clear of public places where large numbers of people congregate. That's how things can easily be spread. The um, other possible route of infection that we've been hearing about is through, for want of a better word, excrement. And that that, uh, reminds me of norovirus, which people sort of think, well, how are you going to get exposed to that? Well, you know, you just have to look at the way norovirus spreads to know that it does spread. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, it does spread. um, A norovirus is a perfect example of how fecal to oral occurs. While uh, the coronavirus has been found in feces, this new coronavirus, we have not seen uh, absolute evidence of its transferability uh, via fecal to oral at this point. I would uh, surmise that that would be a possibility based on the SARS virus, which can be aerosolized and spread via feces. Uh, So I would opt to uh, err on the side of caution. And so fecal to oral, all the more uh, it points to good hygiene hand hygiene. It's extremely important, not only for your protection, but for the protection of others, especially after a bowel movement. Yeah. Um, When you use toilet facilities, you must wash your hands. Professor Tiano, thank you for pointing out the advice that I hope many of us are taking anyway, even when there's no outbreak going on. Uh, And good to have you with us on the line today. You're very welcome. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we are being told repeatedly by the authorities uh, some various piece of advice, which I can now repeat for you. Um, in accordance with the country's disease alert being raised to its highest level, the government's revising guidelines. So 
Those showing symptoms like fever or any respiratory issues are being advised to stay at home and observe their condition. Pregnant women, senior citizens aged 65 and older, those with chronic illnesses should also refrain from going to places where you might find large congregations of people and to wear masks when visiting medical institutions. But the basic advice also remains, wash your hands. That alcohol fluid that we were just talking about is helpful, but soap and water does the job, especially vigorously washing your palms and under your fingernails. I think uh, one should just approach bowel movements as if they could be spreading all sorts of bacteria at any time of year. Uh, and, and I'm sure everybody listening now is aware of that. But we have to repeat it at this time. And also cover your mouth with your sleeve when coughing. Wear a mask when visiting health facilities with respiratory symptoms. Inform any one of your travel history when visiting health facilities that uh, you'll be asked to fill out a, f- a form often when you go there. Consult with the KCDC 1339 if you think you might have any symptoms. If you go to an area affected in China, we're also being told to avoid touching animals, including poultry, to avoid visiting local markets and health facilities there, also to practice all those basic hygiene measures and to tell authorities here when you get back where you've gone to and again, if you have any symptoms within 14 days, particularly, it's 1339, that number to call to report them. Much more uh, in the next few minutes in the way of culture news for you. But we'll continue uh, and also welcome any thoughts that you might have on the subject at any time through our Twitter page at EFM This Morning.